Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Adela Marcy Unplugged. I'm your host of the most, as always, Adela Marcy. And today, you guys are in luck. You are meeting my Scottish brother from another mother, a land that I have yet to visit, which is abysmal considering where I live, and the fact that we have been friends for years, yet never met and high-fived in person. That's That sucks. I do not like that. But he is known as the Scottish uh, supervillain in my books for like knowing all things WordPress and coding as well as hosting. The guy's a fucking genius and that kind of thing. Um, and securities. There's a lot of things you do that's kind of awesome. Anyway, I'm going to shut up and just bring him on. Uh, that is my good friend, Paul Irvin, not Irvine. My silly American friends. It's Irvin. You know, he's here. Welcome, Paul, you badass. How you doing? I'm good. It's good to have you on here. We're going to have a lot of fun today because he has no idea what the, what the fuck he's in for. <laughs> I think you've listened to one of my shows, right? Yes. Okay, fine. Fuck, he knows what he's in for. <laughs> it's like always fun. If they've never listened to my show, I'm like, welcome to the circus. You guys can't see what I look like right now, but I legit could imagine if I had a little bit more facial hair, I could pass off as a Wookiee. <laughs> legit, think about it. I could pass off as a Wookiee. Totally. Yeah, just need a little bit more facial hair around the eyes, the forehead, <laughs> more on my cheeks and my, my nose. It's enough facial hair just to cover like most of my cheeks though. Anyway, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous opening ever. Anyway, bitches, here we go. So today's episode is sponsored by Paul Hyphen. That's the little dash thingy, Irvin.com. That's I-R-V-I-N-E.com. Um, so get that shit right. It's also sponsored by AdelAmarcy.com. On both sites, you can go check out some of our, some of our cool shit. For me, it's my podcast record collection and uh, new blog posts and stuff that we're posting. And for Paul, it's all the shit that I kind of submissively beat him into uh, by talking him into it and then doing it for him by voice recording it and sending it to him. They're like, just do this, man. And he did, uh, where you'll actually find uh, stuff that you can opt in for to make your site more secure. But more importantly, you can buy his stuff, which will show you from a very beginner to a very advanced stage of how to build your WordPress foundations. It's great for advanced people to go back and even check out themselves. Uh, plug security leaks, and most importantly, take you from that all the way to high-level advanced stuff so you can actually speed up your website's increase. I've been taking the course. It's incredible. Now I'm going to shut the fuck up because my first question to you is, why do you make me spend so much money on Wish.com? I really don't understand this. <laughs> and there is a marketing lesson to this, by the way, people. It's about referrals, and he's going to tell you about it because he doesn't even know. Yeah, like his face just like, what the fuck? No, just tell me about Wish. We'll, we'll turn into a marketing lesson. You'll see. Something about Wish. Yeah, like why do you keep making me buy stuff on there, man? Just, there's some cool shit on there that's cheaper than the, the official stuff. But it's no, just as good. <laughs> I, I actually got my, uh, my Star Wars Lego, fake Lego set. No, did yeah, you? yeah. I got the Tie Fighter. I'm building. Mm. This. I'm, I'm building it once I'm done with work. Like once I've given myself time off, I'm like, because like July second to July sixth, I'm taking like four days off just for personal stuff. I think I'm gonna build some Lego in that time, or Might fake Lego. Time to build it. <laughs> Lego. I'm gonna call it Lego from now on. Lego. Link <laughs> Lego. Lego. That's how you basically like did shit when I was younger. But the whole reason I say this is because it's down to referrals. And I'll explain why, because Paul looks like a deer lost in front of headlights. Um, and I'll, I'll explain why I get him to do this. So when you refer someone to Wish, you actually do get credit. But more importantly, it's a system and it's a site that's actually built on trust, meaning uh, it's it looks dodgy as fuck. It really does. But then the shit arrives and it's real. It's like legit. It's an actual legit business. It's completely fine. It's above board. But the problem is there's that level of skepticism. It's like what Groupon was when it first started. Remember like how everyone's really skeptic of Groupon even working? God, yeah. And now it's everywhere. You're like, oh my God, Groupon's amazing. It, it's the same thing. Amazon had the same thing at the very, very start. So the way that you build stuff like this up is by the power of referral. And specifically, because it is a systemization, you can use shit like that. So I'm going to actually see, uh, we're going to explore that a little bit on later on as well, but right now kind of like changing it slightly. So we don't have a deer in headlights situation going on. I'm going to ask why do like, why are so many websites slow? Cause this is a thing that I really don't understand. I love WordPress, but all the themes are really heavy and slow. Why? Well, one of the main reasons is actually the hosting. Um, you're talking about referrals and stuff when, 
when everyone gets started, they'll see ads everywhere for one cent hosting from the likes of HostGator or GoDaddy or any of that shit that everyone else signs up to. But the problem with that is because there's so many people sharing a server, and I'm talking about crammed in like motherfuckers, there's just no breathing space at all. All the resources of the servers are hammered to hell and therefore everything at its foundational level just runs slowly. It doesn't matter what you do to try and speed it up. It's trying to shove a boulder uphill. It's just not going to happen. Um, so it's HostGator's fault, really. <laughs> Fuck you, HostGator. <laughs> Fuck you, HostGator. <laughs> I, I live by that. Fuck them. Hey, them and GoDaddy can suck it. Though I say that, one of my websites is still host on GoDaddy, but... That's just because I'm a lazy shit and I can't be bothered to change things over. Bad. Yeah, you should change things over for me, Paul. Just, you know. Uh, I, I'm gonna, like, I think I'm going to do what you do to me with copy is I'm just going to keep asking you shit until you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it for you because you're dumb. <laughs> That's actually how I got him to speed up my website, FYI, is I kept asking him. And then he was like, I'll just do it for you. Just give me the goddamn codes. It worked quite nicely, didn't it? <laughs> it did. I mean, my, well, to be fair, you, have you done the CDN thing or no? Uh, CDN's not been done yet, no. God damn it, I still need to do that. That's the only <laughs> thing that's slowing my site down, that and minifying uh, JS code, which is weird. Anyway, I know we're talking geek and it's weird, but here is why you need to have more security and speed on it. Because uh, what's the statistics of like site loads? Like how long does the customer click off? I think you would know this. Um, the, the, the base, the lowest speed you're aiming for is three seconds for the full page load. Um, anything more than that, you are going to start losing leads. You're going to start losing customers. And obviously, you're going to have your bottom line affected by, by that fact. So you have to get your site running as fast as possible. Um, anything under three seconds is good. Anything under two is brilliant. Um, so the faster, the better, basically. But anything over three, you are just fucked. Yeah, and I might not so subtly be checking what my website speed is in the background of this uh, call because I'm a child and I'm going to be like, yeah, website speeds. Um, but yeah, I, we know why it's important that, you know, keep some more leads and such like that. But what is it around, um, like, what could people do? Like, because that's the other thing. Like you said, websites get built. WordPress is really heavy because some themes are like insanely heavy. And let's say you move to a really good host, like the one that we're both on, which, you know, you guys can go check out. I'll put an affiliate link at the end. Um, we're not going to mention them right now because I don't want to do that because I had a hosting deal with another company and I just remembered never mention shit because you never know. Um, so links. Anyway, let's say you got a really good host, but your site is still running slow. It's still running heavy. It's still fat. It's still data loading a huge amount of stuff. What can people do as like a step-by-step -step to start flushing the shit out and make their site work faster? Okay, so the, the first thing and the easiest thing to do is you need to enable... Uh, optimized website. Now, when you're inside the cPanel, where you see your, your file manager, your domain manager, all that shit, go down to the bottom to the advanced section and you'll see this icon labeled optimize website. Click on that and nine times out of 10, by default, that will be set to disabled. Now, what that means is that if, you, if you've ever looked at the code for a web page before, there is right. a shit ton of it. I mean, there's pages and pages and pages just to load one page. And when you enable optimize website, it compresses it. So it takes, say, 120 pages of code and squeezes it all the way down to five or six. So less code to load, faster load time, and it takes two seconds to make that change. So that's the first thing to do. If that is enabled or when that's enabled, the next thing you want to do is you want to install a plugin uh, that will uh, speed up the website. And a couple of examples from free to paid, you've got um, W3TC, really shitty name, but really powerful plugin. Yeah. Um, you've then got WP Supercache, which yep. is the greatest name ever. What it's, cap, have cash it's not bad. Super cash. <laughs> it's not bad for a it's not bad for a free plugin. Right. <clears throat> uh, going beyond that, you have got um, my favourite one, 
which is WP Rocket, which is paid. However, it's got so many settings in it, but they're in plain English that you can then go and say, right, I want to optimize this, I want to optimize that, and bang, 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 bang. And it adds more compression, it adds more um, fine-tuning to the code being loaded, which again leads to an even faster load time. So basically it puts your site on a diet. Effectively, yeah. Um, I mean, if you think that when you load a web page, it literally is just data being sent from the server where the website is onto your computer. So taking your connection speed out of the equation, you want to have as little code coming down from the server to your computer for the fastest load time. So if you optimize all that shit on the server end, then obviously less code equals faster load time. Yeah, I would agree. Like that actually does make a lot more sense because you're actually load. It's it's lightweight loading. Essentially, it's the lighter it is, it gets to the other computer, and it's a lightweight thing to actually load on the other side. Very similar to like uh, the equivalent of having, say, the giant fucking light in the background of my of of my uh, office versus a book that was sent through Amazon. Yeah, yeah. It, that's the equivalent I would use it to, or just any old Star Wars reference because I love Star Wars. I, really I would do. love to come up with a Star Wars analogy. Oh, actually, I just thought of one. Go for it. So, without light speed, it's going to take forever to travel from where they are to where they want to go. Yeah, from basically Alderaan to, well, Tatooine to Alderaan. Yeah, Tatooine to Alderaan, for example. You engage light speed and you're there. Yeah. So, you also you're, use... putting your, you're putting a light speed hyperdrive inside your inside your website that's one way of doing it the other one that you can use is the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy the improbability drive <laughs> and just like you can say like wp like going through this and understanding how to like speed up your website is the equivalent of uh the improbability drive from um the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and the reason is quite simply this once you act some days you'll get like a random burst of speed of on your website and it'll just take off will be so quick it'll load in under two seconds it'll just be the best day ever for your website yep. and then every day after that it might not show you where you need to go you might not show up how you want to be the site might load it might look disfigured who knows how it, or it might not load at all it's imagine being able to have the impro improbability drive not being probable but be a completely cool hyperdrive that gets you there with coordinates that is the equivalent of what site speed will do for you Another good comparison. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I, even, I even love the version that has uh, Zoe Deschanel in it. Like, I know a lot of people are not fans of that, but I love that movie. Which one was that? Uh, Zoe Deschanel, Martin Freeman, Sam Rockwell, Mostef, and Bill Nye, and Alan Rickman. Yeah, what was, what was the film called? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, of course. I'm, actually, I hands up i haven't actually seen that yet what dude yeah. you are missing out it's so good i'll add it to the list <laughs> should add it to the list quarantine movies though to be fair like uh that's easing up a little bit in the uk for now it certainly is yeah, it's gonna be a very interesting couple of weeks by the time the show comes out it'll be quite interesting to see where the world is it will be yeah because I, I had nick manton on my show a couple of weeks like months ago um, you guys should definitely listen to that. And we were like very interestedly talking about the economics of what would happen post COVID. Mm, shit storm. Spring it's, storm. Always, it's always <laughs> going to be a shit storm. Like, it's never going to be not be a shit storm. Think of a time where anything has not been a shit storm. Not even with something like this. It's like, Oh, someone said something terrible to someone else. Shit storm. <laughs> it happens. We're, we're a very shit storm like nation. Yes, we are. I don't understand that, but nah, people are weird. Any schmooze kind of on the fun side of stuff. So I'm curious on like, um, so I'm curious on a lot of things. So you've worked with some like the coolest and not so, well, I won't say coolest, but some people that you can't really mention because of NDAs, but you've worked with them uh, on a couple of their websites and really helped them optimize what they do. Now you've given us kind of an idea of how to optimize and speed up our websites, which is excellent. Uh, and to the point that I'm so dumb that I would probably end up asking you to explain it again at some point off the call because that's just me. I need I need to add another one. I have I, I cannot oh, in shit, my right forget. mind not include this. Do not, for fuck's sake, do not upload pictures straight from your camera to your website. 
Yeah, oh my god, who does that? What Everyone. Dumb... Every fucker does it. Saves time for them, but what you're doing, and this does my head in, is you're taking a, a file that is possibly larger than the, your entire web page, and you're trying to add it onto your site to load, which can, in some cases, double, possibly treble the length of time it takes for the page to load. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do it. Just, just don't do it. You've, you've got to... Uh, easy way of doing this. Let me think. So, well, I'd say the easy way of doing it would be transfer it over, and then th- there's two ways because, like, there I I break one of the rules while you were saying this. I was like, "Fuck, I'm an idiot" because I do break the rules in half a way. But kind of going back to it, the other way would be uh, upload it, like put it onto your website, run it through an image shrink uh, resizing software that you can find online, and then upload it to your site that way when it's like reduced in size. Yeah, the only problem with that is there's two actually. One is because you're uploading massive files, you're going to start using up your disk space, so that's not ideal. Um, no, I didn't mean I didn't mean upload them to the site. I meant upload them to your computer, like your actual right, yeah, desktop, yeah. and then reduce them on the desktop and upload that file from your desktop to your yep. website. There's there's a good program called Earth, uh, spelling's a bit of a twat, but Earthenview, I R F A N V I E W, and it's free. And you can run your images through that and then change them down to the right size that they need to be for the website before uploading. I mean, there are some automated ways to do it, but honestly, the costs are, it can be quite expensive. Um, yeah. Once you stop, you're talking about multiple images. Um, so best just to get the free tool I've just mentioned. And you've got to change the dimensions of the file as well. So you've got two things, right? You've got the size of the file itself. Modern cameras on your phone these days, you're talking anywhere between four megabytes and 14 megabytes, right? Massive, massive, massive. You've got to crush the file down in terms of size, but there's also the dimensions as well, because if you could think of a 10 megapixel camera, right? That's pretty average these days. If you were to print that out at its actual size, it would be the size of the wall in your room. It's a massive, massive image. So you've got to optimize the the actual file size in terms of megabytes down to kilobytes, but you've also got to change the dimensions and crush them down as well. So say a 4,000 by 2,000 image, you've got to get that down to something like 400 by 200. So that's a 900% reduction, for example. I would see, I agree with that entirely because it's true. Because I just thought of another way that you could do it. It is a little bit more annoying. It, I'm not going to lie, it is actually a pain in the ass to do. Uh, and what you do is you, upl- you move the image from, or you download the image directly onto your desktop. You then shrink it, keep the dimensions, and then you upload it to your Amazon S3 account. And that's the link you use to put onto your website because that way it's bringing links in and they're loading quicker let's say being on the actual host site itself. You can do that, but you'd have to be careful because the S3, the S3 bucket, would, I'm getting a bit technical now and try to avoid that, but the S3 bucket would have to be in close, in proximity close geographical to proximity to your server because if you, if you put it on the default West Virginia bucket but your hosting is in the UK, oh, fuck, your site's going to crawl to a, uh, a standstill so um you can yeah. do it that way but there is also like there is a cloud flare, not cloud flare i think it's cloud flare uh, yeah but the uh, s3 has their own version of that as well um i can't remember what it's called or cloudfront that's it it's cloudfront and what it does it actually uh spreads your site all across their global cloud uh network so that way you can load locally no yeah. matter where you are so it's a really good way of doing it it's not expensive at all um, it's just a little technical setup that you got to look at. That's all, which is a real pain in the butt. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't. Yeah, want to that, do that, that's it. I mean, at the end of the day, there's all the things you can do, and you can learn to do them, or you can outsource them. Because if you learn to do them, there's so many ifs, buts, and maybes that you have to take into account when you're doing this. You've just got to be very, very careful that you know all the boxes are ticked when you do that. If you go the S3 cloud front. Um, so yeah, that's, that's like another level of 
complexity is not the right word, but there's definitely a learning curve to implement it correctly. Oh, I agree. There's always a learning curve with these kinds of things. Indeed. Fucking learning curves. <laughs> I really do. I just don't like them. Like, I wish I was just good at things the day I got, I got there. Like, I'm so used to doing that as a child, but as an adult, I'm like, fuck, I've got to do things now. <laughs> oh, damn it. But speaking of randomly doing things, there's uh, there's an app I've been testing for a while now. By the time the show comes out, it would have been three months. Um, it's called the Jocko Wilnick Psychological Warfare. Um, well, it's an MP3 collection on uh, Amazon and also on mm-hmm. Apple. Uh, I bought it because I couldn't find it anywhere else online because I wanted to use the MP3s or the M4A, sorry, as ringtones to wake my ass up in the morning. Okay. And they are the most killer things ever. It's just like, good morning. It's time to wake up. I'm going to count to 10 and let's see if you get up. And he counts to 10 and he goes, are you up? Are you starting your day? Good. Go conquer today. You've already won. Start going and make it better. Make yourself better. Do something this. Go eat right. Do, he just like pumps you up and goes, if you're still sleeping there, I'm going to give you 15 seconds to get up. Are you going to choose to get up or are you going to choose to stay in bed and call this another day? And it's just like, he really just like psychologically fucks with you. And then you have the next alarm because I have like two alarms in case I sleep through the first one. The second one goes, oh, you hit snooze. Okay. <laughs> and it's just like, he talks you down and you're like, oh, I got to get up now. I feel shit. <laughs> That's clever. I have never found a ringtone or alarm loud enough or convincing enough for me not to hit the fucking snooze button on the first go. Just like, ah, yeah. As soon as the, as soon as the first, first note hits, bang. Just it, it's like you almost know this is coming. I'm going to get up, switch it off, so I can go back to sleep. <laughs> That's happened as well. <laughs> I've done that enough times. Which is why like, I'm worried now that I'm actually, once I hit the threshold of 30, like my body's needing more sleep. I'm like, fuck you, body. I don't need more sleep. I like sleeping less. As I've just clocked over to 40 last year, I'm saying nothing. <laughs> Are you hitting the eight hours? Am I fuck? Are you hitting six hours? Oh, I'm hitting six. I would uh, say average about seven. Okay, that's fine then. There's hope. Average. There's hope that I can go back to my regular routine of four to seven hours. It doesn't last very long, though. You do get to the stage where you're just like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what weekends are for. <laughs> Sleep all Sunday. Or if you're like me, you get up, get baked, go out, do play basketball, do a bunch of other shit, and then come home, journal all day, maybe watch a movie, have a good little cry if you need one, cook, and then enjoy your Sunday. That is basically it. Yeah. You can see people as well if you know, you're know you not in quarantine. Yeah, that's If you're in quarantine, you can't. So the way that you play basketball while you're, not in, while you're in quarantine is, well, if you have a balcony like I do, you take your basketball out there and you just practice drills for yourself. Ingenuity. Nice. That's what you got to do. Anyway, kind of jumping off that point, though, however, as far as the point of like shit that we should be doing and rest. Um, I'm actually really curious how you've been head hacking as of late, because like, you know, you work from home, family dude, very much you've been working for yourself for a long time. I don't assume, I assume there's a slight change since having your kid at home when, you know, they were at home, but now things are starting to ease up a little bit when we're recording this. Uh, Do you think your old routine is going to work out or do you need to establish a new routine with your family and kids uh, and kid when things open back up again? Honestly, overall, it's not really been much different for us. Um, the wee man's been off school, obviously, but... I still love the fact that the Scottish people call their kids the wee man. It makes me the happiest. <laughs> you don't hear it enough anymore. Um, it's, it's not been massively different. Um, I suppose more chaotic, possibly. Um, but my wife knows that if I'm having to work, I'm having to work. So, you know, I've, I've got my office, I've got my man caves, safe space, whatever, when I have to do stuff. Um, but apart from that, the only real change that we've noticed is not being able to visit, you know, parents, friends, other family. Um, we, we are, we're not one for going out shopping every day because the shops are there. It's just like Amazon click arrives next day, whatever. Um, fucking introvert you. 
You know, that's an interesting point, actually. I took the quiz the other day and I said I was extrovert. I um, call bullshit. I call, yeah, I'm not convinced. So I took another one and it also said extrovert. So yeah, I still call bullshit. No, I, I don't I, know. Maybe I, I'm a hybrid. I think I'm a hybrid between You might two. be an ambivert because I am. I actually did realize this because I actually, I think most people that work from home turn into ambiverts. It's like, because we're so used to talking to our friends across the world that we're like, yeah, extrovert activities. But then mm. when you go outside and you're like, oh, you guys are so much more draining because my friends online are way cooler than you. I've never I don't felt feel like, drained I don't, around people. Hmm? Never felt drained around people or I've never felt uncomfortable. Same. Um, so, uh, yeah, ambivert would probably be... When, when I, I say... You know what ambivert was until you said it. <laughs> true. What I mean by like, oh no, you people suck and stuff like that. It's, that. it's the challenging conversations that you have. So that really comes down to your friend group. Like if I'm out by myself and it's just me and I'm striking up conversation with people, I've got to the point where I'm fairly good at knowing who I could have a conversation and common ground to talk to. But some people I have met where you're like, oh God, no, we cannot have a conversation. Like they open their mouth and your immediate words like, nope, nope, yes, nope. I, I do. I do get that sometimes. And it's, it tends to be friends of friends. And you're like, you know, you're a dick. You know, yeah. I just I can't be asked for this. Just... Or they're just, or it's just the case of the conversation that you have with them. You're like, I don't think we could yeah. have done anything. No, they're just and dicks. That's fine. <laughs> For you, they're just dicks. For me, I'm like, I'm being play, playful and nice. I'm being like, maybe they're not. Maybe they're just nice people, but we just don't connect. And I'm like, dicks. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. But I'm, I'm quite curious about like how routines are. Well, what is your routine currently? Because I know you work like some of the most ridiculous hours ever, but other times like I catch you and you're not doing anything. It's, I don't, I know this has been, said to death by others but I, I don't see work as work yeah um i see it as challenging but i don't see it as oh for fuck's sake i've got to do this at whatever because you know i've got clients in you know west coast uh, america east coast australia you've got clients all over the world basically. all over the shop man seriously um it's quite funny because when <laughs> when the clock changes come up Oh my God, that fucks oh, everyone up so badly. We end up on calls hour long late. And shit like why is America changing their clocks at different times to us? I don't get that. That does my head in. EST changes, is it a week before? No, three weeks. Three weeks. See, there you go. I mean, it's, it's, can't keep track of all It's not things. even one week. It's three. It's like why? really fucking weird. It's really annoying because like, so now what I've done to combat this, just so you guys know, if you guys have this with UK and America and stuff like that with friends around the world, um, anytime I do those calls, I tell everyone, guys, book it for two hours. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? I was like, just in case one of us fucks up the time. That's a good show. They're like, oh, okay. It was like that way that you're not missing it. Cause one of us is going to arrive early if we arrive early, we message the other one going, hey, I'm on early, this is the time. So I'm, if I message back saying, hey, I'm actually busy, I didn't realize it was now, I thought it was in an hour, we still book that time off and have that conversation. So you don't have to fuck your schedule around. I'll make a note of that, that's a good idea. Yeah, weird how no one thought of this. <laughs> you did. Well, yeah, I did because of necessity and just stupidity of like showing <laughs> up on calls late and going, ah, crap. <laughs> I really wanted to do that interview and now I can't. Yeah, definitely make a note of that one. Always fun. God, I, like, I love my office, but I swear to God, it's so warm in here. The cold water I had in here before we started speaking has already gone lukewarm. Ooh, that's not good. It's not a good flavor, I'm not going to lie. Just, I, I kind of like, after this show, I think before my next one, or just after my next one, I'm going to just uh, run downstairs and get some more water and uh, carry on. Get some ice cubes. Oh my God. Yes, I will. But I don't have any ice cubes in the ice cube tray because, because I have whiskey rocks. Like a friend of mine gave me those as a gift and I love them because uh, the one thing I hate about ice, um, and I have it with like drinks, like juice drinks and stuff, not even just alcohol, forget alcoholic stuff, just like regular shit. Um, if you put ice, like, like regular ice in them, it waters down the drink and changes the flavor. With the with this whiskey rocks, you can put that in Coke, and like it keeps it cold, but doesn't change the flavor. Nice. Do you know how happy that makes me? Very That's elegant. the reason I don't have any fucking ice cubes that fit in this bottle right now. Like the whiskey <laughs> things don't fit in there. It's goddamn travesty. I swear. I swear to God. Anyway, 
going off on like stupid ideas about bottled ice water. And I shit. told you this would be a tangent filled fuck face, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, no, we knew that going in. I think my audience is just like, Adam's on a tangent filled day. Yeah, he is. My next couple <laughs> of shows might be like this. We have no clue. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see and pull this back. But you guys are learning a lot. You're getting some cool information on how to speed up your websites. Um, but speaking of which, actually, where can you test how quick your website is? Because I think you got a website, it's like GT Metrics or something. Yeah, there's there's gtmetrics.com, uh, which is spelt weird. Yeah, it's G T M E T R I X. So then dot com. Um, they thought they were being cool. Sorry, I just yawned there. They thought they were being cool. So Spell, spelling their name with an X. <laughs> Fucking two-year-old. <laughs> anyway. So you just plug your your website URL into the box that comes up and then click on start test and then it'll, it'll run all the Google scans and the Yahoo scans and come back with a, a score and your overall page page load speed as well. Um, it'll also give you some information that you won't understand on how to make it better. Um, so that's really useful too. <laughs> That helps. Helps a lot. Yes. And the other one is um, actually the URL is really complicated. So just stick with GT metrics just now. Um, yeah, I was going to say the other URL. I know what it is. It is fucking annoying. I can't even pronounce it. Do, do you know one of my pet hates me? It really does my head in. Is anyone who owns a website and runs a website have the ability to shorten a URL? Yeah. So, you know adelamarzi.com forward slash questionnaire or forward slash contact or whatever. Um, and I can show that to like ad, adiam.com slash whatever it is because that's something you can do. You can get a URL shortener like that. We, we, got, we got a letter in the other day. It was for an appointment. It was for a virtual, a virtual appointment. And the web address was ridiculous. It was um, the domain name forward slash virtual forward slash clinic forward slash then this string of letters and numbers dot html I don't, who fucking uses dot html these days yeah i mean like use a redirect you can use something like bitly if you don't have the url yeah, like exactly. it's simple as that so bit.ly though technically i'm not a huge fan of those uh if you're using wordpress a really good redirect uh free plugin that works for me is pretty link light pretty link is not bad at all yeah yeah Pretty Link Pro is pretty badass, but Pretty Link Lite is just as badass. If all you're doing is redirecting stuff, cool. Um, funnily enough, and this is a really weird story about Pretty Link, uh, when I used to build WordPress sniper sites, which I'm kind of thinking of going back into doing again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been a while since I've, I've done a good sniper site, like a good decade. And those, uh, just to give you guys an idea, I, in the height, I think I can do them even better now, but traffic would have to be slightly modified because you've got to learn SEO a little bit differently than you used to. Um, but sniper sites for the un uninitiated were the you you saw a program a product on ClickBank or somewhere else you'd build a quick website around it run a ton of SEO to it and then profit off the search results. Mm -hmm. um, so you'd get something like fat but was it fatburningfurnitureview.com? Yep. And you'd add like three or four articles to it. You'd short release them. You'd make sure this thing goes live. You'd run a bunch of stuff. And then you'd have like a crap ton of pretty link lights, uh, uh, light, uh, links redirecting to the offer. And um, at the time, I was still, I, I was closing out around like $500 to $1,000 a week on ClickBank as like a 20-year-old. Mm -hmm. Like, because I was like, oh, ClickBank's awesome. I should just totally do it this way. <laughs> And the crazy thing is these strategies still work. Just no one they fucking do. wants to use them. Like it's really weird. They're not popular, but they work. They bring you money. And okay, let's just say that it's, let's just say one website on average, you decide to outsource the entire thing. I'm saying this out loud because in the moment right now, I'm actually thinking how I would do it. So you guys are welcome to enjoy this genius or you can decide to switch it off. Completely up to you. Paul, as this is, I'm a guest, you're a guest on my show, but it's your segment. Do you mind if I run through this weird little ramble? By all means. Excellent. Cool. I love it when we do this. I'm glad it's recording because I'm going to have to listen back to this later. <laughs> um, so 36 minutes in. It's essentially a case of I'd buy the domain name and then I would outsource all the article writing. So I'd find the product, buy the domain name, install WordPress, install all the relevant uh, 
you know, plugins, including pretty link light. I'd sign up as an affiliate for the program that I want to like, you know, sell. And then I would go and hire someone in the Philippines with a good level of English. I would, if they know how to write even better, I'd get them to write around uh, 20 really good articles. And then I would go and shoot audios or videos of them very, very quickly around the subject because I know something about the industry. And then I would uh, seed out a very short podcast of about 20 episodes. So I'll take those 10 articles, split them into like two uh, or 20 articles, split them into like one article per episode or split them in two parts. So I have 40 episodes, slow release them over a weekly release over the year or redirecting to my website, my review and whatever it is around this product. And of course, have these articles slow release over the same uh, period for 10 weeks. So a new article every single week, including the review and the bonus stuff else in between. And then I would basically run SEO on that site all the time. Uh, and then use like other places of sources of traffic very, very quickly. Like, so you can use forums, um, you can use Reddit and other places like signatures and just drive traffic to this website. Obviously, if I have a team in the Philippines, uh, I'd probably hire someone to do the traffic for me as well. So if I'm doing those two things, outsourcing that whole thing, I'm paying roughly around $1,000 out the door for setup and maintenance and everything like that, because it's one part, like once the writer's written his stuff, he's gone and yep. that's fine. Um, but the website optimization person, they come in in month two. So your, your costs are the same. So you're spending roughly around like, I'd say $750 to $1,000 upfront with a $700 backend monthly cost. Um, and it might sound like, oh my God, I'm starting out on the back foot. No, because fairly quickly you'll start seeing results come in with those sales. And with ClickBank's pay payment plan, if most, most places pay you every 14 to 30 days, depending, mm -hmm. um, you can start cashing out in the space of what, a year? You've now got an evergreen thing that's basically pulling in, let's say it pulls in like 500 to to $1,000. Let's just say it pulls in a profitable $1,000 a month for you. So you're making two grand or a 1500 a month, but you have someone running traffic to not just this one site, but two or three of your websites. Cause they won't just run one site. They'll do multiple sites for you. Just on this one website, let's say you had three, you had two sites. So the cost is only 250 for this one. All in all, it'll take, and you're making, and you're making uh, 1500 a month. All in all, you'd make a profit within your second month or third month of making an affiliate check. And let's be honest, is $1,500 a bad number or is it just really good money to come in every single month that you have to do nothing for? It's a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah, that's, and like, imagine if you built 15 of these. Mm -hmm. Or even more so, imagine you built uh, three of them and you hired that same guy that you paid 500 bucks a month to, to do your, like 700 bucks a month to do your website, uh, website traffic, right? Yep. That's three websites all pulling 1500 each. You're paying 700 for one person. You're doing 4,500. Sorry, 1500 uh, total. So your profitability on two of the websites is three grand. And on one of the websites, it's only like 800 bucks. So what, 3,800 a month coming in for 700 a month going out. I'm sorry, I'll drink to that any day of the week. Absolutely. My lovely water. <laughs> that sounds like a WSO. It could be a WSO, though to be fair, WSOs don't work anymore. Not the same way. You got to do like a little uh, product launch. But you guys had it here. And in three months' time, you can probably find one. You won't find one of my sites because um, I, won't be writing under my, I won't be writing under my name. I'll be using a pen name. It's a lot easier to do. But that's just an easy way of making quick cash, by the way, for people that are out there thinking and wondering. And it does uh, work. Yeah, it's a viable solution, a viable way of making money. It's completely legit and above board. Um, the only thing I'd say is create some bonuses around it as well. Like all in all, your up, I will say this much, your upfront, upfront fee could be as high as $2,500, but two and a half grand, three months in, you'll make that money back several times over. Over the course of the year, you'll make that several times, like 10 times over easily. It's not bad. Yeah. That's a that's a full time salary being paid off small little websites. Can't lose. You really can't lose. Like you, you just you're killing it. Anyway, I'm digressing a little bit here. Um, one thing I really wanted to ask you uh, specifically, because you started watching like really good TV shows at last, like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Welcome oh, to the party. Don't get me started on B Nine Nine. We'll be here all day, man. He fucking loves it, by the way, fellas. Oh. Like, folks, he's just discovered it. Seven seasons later, he finds it. 
But to be fair, I envy you because you've not had to do the wait a year for the new episodes. You just get to like power through seven seasons of awesomeness. Just about to finish. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm just about to finish season three. Oh, nice. Wait, is season three the one with Pimento? Yes. Oh my God, I fucking love Pimento. The worst part is I my my uh, bit emoji can look like. Have you ever seen Bitmouth? Yes. So Jay, Jay is basically voiced by the same guy that does Adrian Pimento, same voice actor. Ah, uh, I knew I recognized his voice. Yeah. Also, Jay looks like my bit emoji. <laughs> like legit, looks like my my me and my bit emoji look exactly like Jay Bilzerian for Big Mouth. It's, Glad to see this. Yeah, I will show you guys. But like, as you're finding new shows and stuff, obviously that comes down to entertainment. But you've also been using this time in lockdown to watch some classic movies, like some old movies that you've not seen in a while. Mm-hmm. What have been like your top five that you've used as a way of not only just entertainment, but also that draw some sort of life lesson to you? Ooh. I don't tend to watch movies with, with life lessons. It's a case of switch the brain. <laughs> That's brilliant. Like fucking Jay Bilzerian. Guys. Um, honestly, when I fire a movie on, it's a case of brain switched off and just enjoy enjoy the action. Um, I tend to be war movies. Um, I love the Fast and Furious movies as well. <laughs> so it's, it's the worst. That is just the worst thing ever. Oh. Um, classic ones, just the usual, man, like Predator. Um, oh, we watched Commando. Oh my god, legendary oh. movie. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's the first time I've seen it uncut. You know the bit with the shed? Yeah. But it's normally on broadcast, you'll see him throw the, the circular saw and it cuts. Well, you actually see it going right into the guy's head. <laughs> oh no, I always see that. Like, are you talking about when they actually go into the compound near the end? Or yeah. the bit like at the start when he's uh, in his gun shed? Yeah, so the, the, no, the, the, the bit at the end where they shoot the shit out oh, of the shit. Oh, Val Velez. Yeah, no, no, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. No, I've actually always seen that. I've never seen a version where that really? isn't in. Yeah. I've been very lucky with that then, because I didn't know there was an edited version. Though, I did see uh, The Other Guys. Mm-hmm. Just changing gears for a second. The Other Guys, uh, they edited some of the most important scenes out of that, sh- out of that movie. It's really annoying. Um, mainly yeah. because... Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say it was uh, to do with stuff like when they were talking about like black water and like American business corruption and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, we're going to cut this out of this movie. I was like, why would you do that? But director cut, amazing. It's a little bit longer and funnier. Uh, But going back to Commando, dude, that was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Like growing up. Hmm? Favorite scene. Or what, what scene sticks out for you? Oh, there's so many. One of them is like, remember when I told you that I'd kill you last? Yeah, I lied. That's one. The other one was, uh, what happened to Sully? I let him go. That's obviously fun. Yeah. But my personal favorite is when him and the Green Beret are fighting, who I can't remember his name. Um, not Bennett, but the way he's like, I ate Green Berets for breakfast. And, he's, and he tries oh, to shoot yeah. me. He's like, fuck you. Fuck you, assholes. Like, and then Arnie looks at him and goes, Fuck you, asshole. It's just so weird. It makes me laugh. It's one of those moments. What about you? What's one of yours? The, the one that sticks out for me, and there's a reason behind this, is after he, he leaves the hydroplane, arrives on the beach, and just gears up. You know, yeah, oh my God, that's so epic. Operation Wolf. Do you remember that arcade game? Yes. Yes. So it's exactly the same. Oh, yeah. They actually had the inspiration taken from that movie. Uh-huh. Exactly the same kind of, kind of sequence. But it's just okay. the cuts, man. It's just so Predator. Just... What about Predator? Predator's awesome. Predator. No, what's your favorite scene? Like w- one that stands out. Like okay, top three because there's many. But like, let's go for top, top three. I've got to get to the chopper. That's always everyone's it's number got one. Got to be there. Um, what else? By the way, I didn't hate the last iteration of the Predator movie. You know, the Predators. It was shit, but I didn't hate it. No. I honestly, it's better than the AVP and Predator 2 and 3 and all the other ones. The reason I like this one is because it's it makes fun of itself. Mm. That's why I like it. Uh, but the other, the I'd say the second best Predator movie is the one that had Adrian Brody in it. Predators. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant fucking movie. Should have had a sequel. Should have had a sequel in my opinion. Rico Rodriguez, like Mr. Rodriguez is amazing. Really enjoyed that as well. Um, what other for, so we've got Chopper, for me, it's uh, when Dutch and Arnie meet and they're like, you son of a bitch. 
That's you, son of a bitch. Have you, seen, have you seen the meme doing the rounds with yes. the arms oh, the gym arms? So many memes. I've used that meme as well. <laughs> um, but top one, what the fuck are you? <laughs> That's another one. Uh, Predator 2 was good too, actually. I like nah. No, 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 I was I not a fan. I no, I did not. I'm, I'm sorry. I just didn't. I couldn't get on board with it. Danny Glover just... I always remember him from Lethal Weapon, and I love the Lethal Weapon movies. Even the even Lethal Weapon 4, which is terrible for everyone else, but lovely for me because I have lovely memories of it. It's the first time I saw Jet Li, and I was like, he's amazing. You seen Lethal, Lethal Weapon 5 actually going to be made? Wait, what? Oh, please don't destroy this. I'm thinking they might be a bit old, but then again, Mel Gibson's done some really good research. Great movies lately, movies. yeah. But and Danny Glover's looking a bit... Mm. Though, to be fair, uh, Mel Gibson's on stem cells as well. Like He's been getting stem cell shots. That's what's actually been helping him revitalize because he he was on Joe Rogan's show and he was talking about it uh, with his dad like last <laughs> year. And he was like, put the stem cells in. He was like, my dad feels like a hundred bucks. Like he's His dad's almost like really old and his dad's like really spry. And Mel just looks incredible. Like he looks so bestial. Like, like growing a beard out for him was the perfect choice. Him and Kurt Russell having that big beard, easily winners um, for me. It's going to yeah. be brilliant. Love the Lethal Weapon movies are awesome as well. Yeah. But you know what? It's one of those things I really enjoy about what I love about movies is how they both help you switch off, but also I like the movies that have like lessons underlying. Yep. Like, people think about, like, uh, I like movies for the purity of what they are. Like, for instance, Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse, which is an animated movie, by the way. Uh, have you seen it yet? Yes. How brilliant of a movie is that? Genius. Take it away from Spider-Man, it's still a brilliant movie. Apparently all done in Photoshop as well. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, dude, the, watching, the they used Adobe products for it. I think they did Premiere Pro as well. Um, the crazy thing about it, though, is... If you look at the Easter eggs and how they did the making of, as a copywriter's business owner, it really shows you the level of quality that goes into it. Because nerding out for a second, um, one of the things they did that was different with this was, you know when Miles was uh, learning how to swing with mm -hmm. uh, older Peter? If you look at his frames, his frames are 12 frames per second. Whereas, and that's half speed, which is yeah. why he looks very clumsy and moving very slowly. And later on, they upgrade him to 24 frames a second when his movement is very solid and smooth because nice. it shows his learning curve of how he's got there. That's clever. But that whole movie is brilliant. The, the cameos, the storyline, the music. Like, uh, Sunflower is still one of my favorite songs of all time. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can't, like, you listen to that song, you're not going to sing along. I don't care how old you are, you will sing along to that song. It's catchy as fuck. But one of my last questions before we wrap up is, uh, has to be, what are some of the favorite books that you would recommend people check out and read, uh, whether audible or regular books to really help them um, expand their mindset and thinking? I like Dan Meredith's one. How to be fucking awesome? How to be fucking awesome. Good That's book. Really enjoyable read. And it's just, it's just Dan to a T. You know, it, I, I didn't really know much about Dan before I read that. Um, okay. But he is Dan in that book. Two things, uh, well, three things. One, I have a testimonial from him, so that's always fucking awesome. Nice. Two, I actually have known Dan since almost the start of his copywriting career. I think it was a year or two in when I met him. And three, if you guys want me to interview Dan Meredith, we've been trying to arrange this for literally a year or two now. Please, everyone at home, <laughs> fucking message Dan Meredith and be like, get on Adil Show, get on Adil Show, just get on Adil Show. Paul, message me like, get on Adil Show. Just do this until he gets on my show. That has to happen. Because I think it'd be quite fun to have him on my show. Oh, that, would, that definitely has to happen. Yeah. It'll either go really well or either, really terrible. Like we, <laughs> like, we actually get on very, very well, to be fair. We do. But we've never sat in extended periods of like an hour-long conversation before. Mm. Like next to each other. We've sat at the same table and had an hour-long conversation with people around us. But uh, here's the insane thing. I actually reckon it's either going to be a case of our egos are going to clash or they're going to make something beautiful. And I think it's actually going to be the latter. I think it's going to be a case that we're going to compliment. It's very complimentary of each other. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a, a complimentary thing as well. Um, what other books? Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, Dotcom Secrets. 
Yep. You know, it's funny. You bring that up. The guy that I just interviewed last before this, he just showed me he got dot-com secrets. I literally got this delivered during the last show, Traffic Secrets. Second edition or? Second edition. You'll have to let me know if it's any good because like the first edition was really, really good. So far, it's good. Um, I've got the first edition on my bookshelf, actually. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. So dot-com secrets, what else? Um, Chet Holmes, Ultimate Sales Machine. Great book. Fantastic book. Really, really, really good book. Could not agree more. So what else is in the library that you're actually reading right now? Um, can't really see because um, boom, 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 what am I reading just now? Um, Invisible Selling Machine. That's quite an interesting one. Who's that by? That is by... Isn't that by Dagan Smith? No. This in Invisible Sales Machine. Ryan Dice. Oh, that was it. That was it. Yep. The other one was in the Invisible Funnel. That was what uh, Dagan's was. But yeah, I haven't read Dice's book yet. That's an interesting read. Um, it all comes down to the usual, man. It's like you could, you could read book after book after book, but you've got to fucking implement it. Otherwise, yeah. it's just entertainment. There's nothing going to happen. Um, I only realized that a few years ago. <laughs> oh my God, the amount of people that don't. I mean, I didn't for a very long time and now I am. Because like, I spent most of my life doing it and then applying it to other people's businesses. Now it's like time to apply it to my own. Yeah. It's the scariest thing though. ever. Scariest fucking thing ever. But anyway, guys, we're going to come up and bring the show to an end. Have an amazing weekend when you're, wherever you listen to this. Please go check out paul-irving.com. I was going to say Irvine, <laughs> just to annoy him. But uh, paulirvin.com uh, dash. No, you'll see the link. You'll just see the fucking link. Uh, please leave us a review. Subscribe. Rate us. I know sometimes some of these shows get really silly and off the rails, which is always fun, but we enjoy them. Um, and hold on one second, guys. Oh, so, and guys, just real quickly, because we paused, he's going to go and put a forward slash addle so you just can put the, the or, uh, ADIL basically. Uh, paul-irvin.com forward slash adel uh, you should be able to get some freely cool free shit from him he doesn't even know what he's going to give you just cool and free but because it's me it's probably going to be cooler and more free than his regular cool and free shit because it's me so, that's a given anyway um, yeah, we always like try and go above the arm for each other it's a, it's a good friendship and good partnership that way but guys please make sure you check out his stuff get your websites in order go back and re-listen to this I'm going back to re-listen to this at the 36-minute mark because I just gave you a foolproof business uh, that is replicable. And honestly, you're going to have some competition, but it's not going to be the worst. It's not difficult to do. Anyway, Paul, thank you so much for being here and spending the time today and sharing your knowledge on how to increase your site speeds and all the joys of ridiculousness that is our friendship. Thanks for having me, man, man. You're welcome. You're welcome. Love to have you on back again in the future. All right, guys. Have a great weekend and speak to you soon. <laughs>